Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and welcome to a Monday edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. We've got a big week planned for you. We've got Carrie Lake, the television anchor turned Trump-endorsed gubernatorial candidate in Arizona, joining us later this week. We've got Michael Glasner, somebody who spent many years helping Bob Dole run for president. We're going to do a retrospective on Bob Dole, a great American hero, one of the few elder statesmen of the Republican Party who endorsed Donald Trump in 2016 and, of course, who had a storied career on his own running for president, being the vice presidential candidate, being the Senate majority leader for a near record time. We're going to tackle all that. But today, I wanted to provide you a very special insight. We had the opportunity last week to sit alongside Uh, Lee Stefanik, the number three Republican in the House, the chairwoman of the House Republican Conference, and interview her and interview the eight women candidate, the eight Republican women who she has picked to become the majority makers. Remember, Republicans only need to flip a half dozen seats to take control of the House. Elise Stefanik had an incredible slate of candidates in 2020 that won by big numbers, the largest numbers of Republican women in Congress in history. Three dozen Republican women made it to Congress in 2021 because of the work of Elise Stefanik. We've known many of them, had many of them on this uh, show, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and uh, so many other wave makers and change makers in the Congress from the first group of women that Elise Stefanik supported. And in 2022, she has picked eight extraordinary women. They're former fighter pilots, former U.S. aid workers on the ground in Afghanistan, healthcare company executives running major companies, all very impressive women. And we had the chance to interview Elise Stefanik about it and each of those 
eight Republican women. And today, we're just going to give you that presentation. We did it as a TV special for Real America's Voice, and we've adapted it now so that you can listen to it as part of the John Solomon Reports podcast. So today, the whole show dedicated to my interviews with Elise Stefanik and the eight women that Elise Stefanik is calling the majority makers for House Republicans in 2022. We'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll start that special report. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, America, and welcome to tonight's Just the News, Real America's Voice special event, The Majority Makers. We're going to go tonight and jump into the 2022 election. You're thinking, oh, man, we just got done with the 2021. Let me celebrate the Virginia election. Well, guess what? The 2022 election is just around the corner, and Republicans already jump-started their efforts to take over Congress, both the House and Senate. Leading the efforts uh, is Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, the House Republican Conference Chairwoman, and founder of Elevate PAC, EPAC is as it goes by on the street. Her mission is to get more women elected to Congress. Now, let's take a step back. After the 2018 election, we heard from the polling, we heard from the pundits, we heard from the media experts that sure. Republicans were in trouble with women, particularly in the suburbs. Well, that concerned Congresswoman Stefanik. She jumped into action and she began a recruitment effort. And in 2020, 
all those concerns that were lingering from the 2018 race, they were evaporated. 36 women, three dozen Republican women were elected to Congress, the largest number in the history of America. And Congresswoman Stefanik is not done yet. She wants to beat that record in 2022. The Republicans need only a half dozen seats or so in the House to take back control. And she has her first eight women that she's picked to challenge Democrats in key election races. This is going to be one of the big storylines in the election next year. Republicans, women, Latino voters all coming back. And tonight you're going to get to meet those first eight women. They come from great backgrounds, from being helicopter pilots in the Navy to volunteering uh, with a foreign aid on the ground in Afghanistan to running private companies, large companies, healthcare policy. They've come with incredible background, incredible zeal. And you're going to see why Elise Stefanik is so excited about this group of eight. Now, we're going to take you inside and talk to each one of the candidates tonight. But first, we had a chance to go over to the Republican National Committee earlier this week and watch the press conference where Congresswoman Stefanik rolled out these eight candidates. She really talked about why she thinks 2022 is the year of the woman. Listen to this soundbite. In 2022, we are going to build on EPAC success. We are going to double down, and we now have a record-breaking number of over 200 Republican women who have filed to run for Congress. That's more this cycle than it was at this same point last cycle. We know that when strong Republican run for office, strong Republican win, and they flip districts. These women that are here with me today are the first slate of EPAC's endorsed candidates, and as I said, they will lead the way in firing Nancy Pelosi once and for all. Yeah, you really get a sense, folks, that Stefanik is very high on these lawmakers, uh, these future lawmakers. Some of them are already in local races. They've won state Senate seats. They've won uh, county commission seats. Uh, a real battle-tested group, but they are ready to go to the next level. Now, during the news conference, my colleague, Nick Ballasey here at Just the News, he asked a couple of these candidates why they thought this was their year. Why would they jump in from the work they're doing now as moms and fighter pilots and, and JAG lawyers? Listen to what they have to say. So first I wanted to ask you for the candidates, what are the top issues that you see will most likely drive suburban voters to the Republicans in 2022, specifically suburban women uh, voters? Sure, I'll let some of the suburban districts wanna pop up. Great. Sure, I'm happy to directly answer that. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, Kansas City is a largely suburban district to the south of Kansas City. Um, and I will tell you that in my district, there are two drivers. First, it really is about the economy and it really is about the pocketbook uh, when it comes to voters in our district. Uh, inflation consistently, I've already had driveway events since last summer, consistently comes up as a top issue for people because they're feeling the pinch at the gas pump, but they are at the grocery store too, having you know everybody just experience experienced it last week at Thanksgiving, uh, when we actually did the math and we looked at what is the differential, if you take into consideration rising wages, but then the impact of inflation, it's still somewhere between $1,500 to $2,000 in the negative for people in our district. So that is the overall issue that is driving a lot right now. But related to that, keep in mind, people, are, people recognize that a lot of that is due to federal spending. Um, and an influx of money that's in the system. So they are very, very frustrated by the overreach of the federal government and by all the spending. So limited government this cycle is going to be a huge, huge issue, I'm finding. And Janine, since you experienced in Virginia. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. That is a great question. I can tell you in Northern Virginia, which we all know is a blue area, we saw a ground movement of suburban moms coming back to our party because of two key issues. The critical race theory that is shoved down parents and kids' throats, uh, they are rejecting that. And also just the nonsense of soft on crime. Um, obviously, they care about public safety and they certainly care about what their kids are learning in public schools. And Glenn Youngkin, highlighted how, how key those issues are. So I, I'm excited at the idea of taking education and winning with it because of our common sense policies. And we are about you know uniting America, not dividing us certainly on, on the color of our skin. And that's what the far left is all about today. So thank you for that question. All right, well, if that doesn't get your appetite started for some politics, I don't know what will. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna start off with our own exclusive interview with Congresswoman Stefanik and why, I mean, she's gonna answer the question, why did she set out to pick these eight women? You're not gonna to wanna to miss that interview. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you wanna protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.US slash Just News. That's AMAC.US forward slash Just News.
right, folks, we're so lucky to have joining us right now, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, the chairwoman of the Republican House Conference and leading the charge of all these new Republican women joining the party. Congresswoman, great to have you here today. Great to be with you. It wasn't that long ago when the polls, the pundits, the media were all talking about Republicans have a problem with women, suburban women, women voters are all departing. Last year, 36 women elected to the Republican House. Uh, where did that change occur? How did that change occur? Well, when I ran for office in 2014, um, there were a number of women's groups that invested early in my race, but it really wasn't an overall effort for the party. Uh, since I have been in Congress in 2018, which was a very difficult year for Republicans, uh, we lost a number of seats and we were down to only 13 Republican women. That was at a crisis point. I mean, it was a historic low when at the same time in Congress, there was over 100 women in total uh, and Democrats ran a number of very strong women candidates during that cycle. Because it was a problem, I made it EPAC's mission to invest and recruit and endorse Republican women uh, to help change that. Uh, and 2020 was proof of a successful model. We went from 13 to over 30 Republican yeah. women. And there were a lot of naysayers of my effort when I announced it. But these women are extraordinary. They are incredible candidates. And success leads to more success, John. So I think uh, you know the word has been out there that there are organizations like EPAC that will invest early, recruit and endorse women um, who have the strength of candidacy to win and flip these districts. And today we had our EPAC launch. I endorsed a number of our first slate candidates from Virginia to Pennsylvania to Texas um, to Kansas. So all over the country. Yeah. And we think they're going to lead the way to fire Nancy Pelosi once and for all. You look at the slate, you've got fighter pilots, you've got women who worked on the front lines of Kabul, women on the front lines of the healthcare industry, lawyers, people making a difference, disrupting politics. Uh, what excites you about this group of eight, the first group that you've endorsed this year? Well, it's so funny. I was just saying to some of our supporters that I get so excited to hear their personal stories. So as you pointed out, mm -hmm. you know, we have uh, former veterans, we have former military officers, uh, we have healthcare experts, we have lawyers, we have successful businesswomen, uh, we have women who are very involved in combating addiction. So they have incredible personal stories. That inspires me because I want to work hard so that they can serve as my colleagues because mm -hmm. I know they will be tremendous voices for their districts and that they have what it takes to flip these really tough districts uh, in a year that should be a strong year for Republicans. And almost all of these women are in districts that Biden won just a few, uh, uh, just a little over a year ago. Then you have the Youngkin Revolution showing you can swing a state 10 points very quickly. What gives you uh, a, co a confidence that these districts are going to flip? Well, if you look at the polling, we've never been in a stronger position. Yeah. The generic ballot for Republicans has never been stronger. And I don't take that, um, you know, I, we're not measuring the drapes. We're not taking this for granted. Right. We are making sure that we are speaking to the issues that matter to the American people. What I hear from my constituents and what many of these women candidates are hearing from their future constituents, challenges of inflation, government overreach, this war on parents and students that we saw play out firsthand in Virginia, a crisis of crime, the border crisis that really is a, a national issue. It's it not is. just a southern border issue. These issues matter to the American people. And Joe Biden has failed again and again and again. And Nancy Pelosi and her Democrats have failed as well. So I think on every issue that matters to the American people, Republican pull better because we oppose the far left agenda that unified Democrat government is pushing on the American people. And we present solutions, for example, supporting our law enforcement, mm -hmm. investing in border security, reining in our federal spending, supporting parents. We've introduced a parental bill of rights, uh, and that's going to be a big part of our right. agenda going into next November. 
when you look out at what will the question that this election turn on, every election has that moment. And the question is, what do the American people want? What do you think the 2022 question will boil down to? I think the 2022 question is a uh, grade on Joe Biden, Joe Biden's failed presidency. This was a candidate who ran on bringing the nation together, who gave his yeah. inaugural address on being bipartisan. And we have seen everything but that. We have seen the most partisan far left president in our nation's history. If you look at this reconciliation package, right. the quoted build back better, which is actually build back broke, it's going to bankrupt America. It has more far left provisions than any other piece of legislation in our nation's history, whether it's taking over childcare, whether it's numerous tax increases, the largest spending bill in our nation's history. So I think uh, this midterm elections is really going to be a grade of Joe Biden. And I think he's failed and the American people believe he's failed. Well, we're going to be able to see that play out over the next year. Congresswoman, thank you so much for inviting us here today and also for giving us these insights. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, more from the candidates that are going to try to make history in 2022. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right. Our first candidate is joining us, Esther Joy King from Illinois. You're running John, for... So great to be here. Yeah. Your second time running, but you have yeah. an amazing uh, career in public service. You were an aid worker on the front lines in Kabul. Uh, you came back. You're an uh, army captain in I the am. JAG Corps, yeah, which we're very grateful for. You watched our withdrawal from Afghanistan this summer. How did it resonate personally with you with all yeah. the time you spent there and then also with uh, your constituents? Yeah. So, John, it's a really personal question for me because, yes, I spent time in Afghanistan as a woman's rights worker. But beyond that, my parents, my mom and dad, I was raised as a Christian missionary in Mexico. That's what they how they served when I was growing up. But when I was in Afghanistan, my mom and dad came to visit me and they said, you know what? Afghanistan needs support and love. And so they moved to Kabul and started a school in Kabul, Afghanistan. Wow. So when everything was happening in August with the botched withdrawal by the Biden administration, I watched my parents, thankfully, were safely in the U.S., but the their students, their teachers, I said, I've got to do something. So I jumped into action. And yes, I'm a captain in the Army. I worked my military networks. I started calling everybody I know. Hey, do you know anyone that's at the Kabul airport? Is Do you know anyone that's on the ground? Can Do you know anyone that can help? 
running for Congress. I worked my political networks as well. And thankfully, we were able to get 51 young girls, the high school students and teachers, out of Afghanistan. It was like the wild, wild west. And it gave me a front row seat to the chaos and the the negligence of the Biden administration, of Blinken and uh, even the Secretary of Defense. And I will say, all my opinions are my own. They're not endorsed by the Department of right. Defense. Uh, but it it... I was already inspired to run and was running for Congress, but after that experience, I just lit on fire because what is happening in Washington, D.C. under the Biden administration is so negligent to the American people. And that is what I hear every day on the ground with people. They're embarrassed about what happened in Afghanistan. Yeah. And it's we're seeing crisis after crisis after crisis. Afghanistan is just one example. We have inflation, the most expensive Thanksgiving we've ever had in the history of our country. Right. I mean, people are mad. And so you ask me ultimately what I'm hearing on the ground is people are not okay with what Washington DC is up to right now. And they want to be heard. They want to matter in the political process. And that's why I'm running for Congress. Such an important point, listening to constituent. Washington seems so detached novel, from them. right? Yeah, I know, exactly, it is novel. When you look out now, uh, you ran in a district just a uh, in the last election. You were an earthquake because no one saw that district coming right. as close as you came. Four points in a very blue district. It's now been moved to toss up. What is the dynamic on the ground and what are the issues that are resonating with your yeah. constituents? You're exactly right. We just went through a redistricting process and man oh man is the Illinois de Democrat process corrupt. They control <laughs> the whole gerrymandering yep. redistricting process in Illinois. And they tried to do their worst to my district in the Illinois 17th. But even in their very worst. The problem that they're up against is we are trending Republican in Illinois. People have known at the state level we're extremely corrupt in Illinois. At the federal level, we're seeing the failure of, of far left progressive policies. And Democrats in Illinois are saying no more and they're turning Republican. So the, the dynamics on the ground is when, when I as a Republican candidate show up, I'm willing to have the conversation, like you said, listen. Uh, people want to be part of this movement, this effort to bring a voice to our part of the state and not just be be destined to whatever the blue yeah. Chicago folk, whatever way they go. We want to have a voice of our own in this process. People know what one party rule feels like and they're looking for that it's alternative. It's painful, right? Yeah. yeah. It is. Well, we're going to be watching this race very closely and I really appreciate the time, Esther, today and also all your public service. Yes, it's really my honor to serve our country in the U.S. military, and then this running for Congress is a step beyond in service to our country. And I'd love to have anyone that wants to join, be a part. If you want to give or volunteer, you can go to estherforcongress.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R for congress.com. That's pretty easy to remember. Thanks, John. Thanks so much for your time. All right, we're so lucky to have joining us right now, Amanda Atkins. She's running for a congressional seat in Kansas, a mom, an entrepreneur, someone who's on the ground helping everyday people and now running for Congress. Amanda, welcome. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you know, being here. You look at Kansas, it's struggling with inflation. We see prices up and they talk about an inflation tax. How is that playing on the ground as you start your congressional campaign? Yeah, well, um, as, as many people know, I, I've been a business leader for 15 years, worked for a large healthcare business. So I know the difficulty of what it means to go and build the economy. Um, and because I'm a mother too, I, you know, I've, I've spent a lot, all my time making decisions for my own family. So when it comes to 
those hidden taxes, which right. to me, that's what inflation is. When you're in, in the state of Kansas, um, our inflation increase is actually even higher than the rest of, of the country. Wow. We're greater than 7% right now. So when I've been out in neighborhoods talking to just regular people about what's important to them, they immediately, the first thing that they cite is the cost of gas. They know home energy prices are going to be higher this this right. winter and, and groceries too, having just passed Thanksgiving. So inflation is a, definitely a driver. Like the economy it really drives everything in our district. People are frustrated right now. When they hear people in Washington say, oh, inflation is just passing. Oh, Oh, it's an elitist problem or problem only for the wealthy. What do you? What are I you, do not hear that. I, I because I came out of the business community. Mm -hmm. I have very strong support from business leaders. So the first thing that I would tell you is business leaders do not believe that it's going away anytime soon, no. and it's having a really big impact on their day to day work. Um, but the same thing, consumers, just individuals in the district. I think people believe um, that it's here to stay for a while, and they understand completely that much of it is driven by all of the federal spending. And Sharice Davids has been right there supporting all of it, inclusive of the recent Build Back Better, better yeah. mess. And I'll call it that, the Build Back Better mess. It is a mess for a lot of people. Um, when you look out now, what's the issue that's going to turn your election and turn this district red? Uh, it's, it, it, is, it is really largely the economy. I mean, that's what's central for people. But I would say outside of that, the second thing would be national security and border security. There is a lot of frustration. I mean, the easiest thing that I could say is that people in my district, it's very educated and business driven. They expect a plan and they expect results. And they look at what's transpired down on our southern border and they're frustrated mm -hmm. because it's a mess. So they want border security. They want improvements. Um, I think a lot of them also think of immigration as a workforce issue. So they they want our country to have an opinion about the skills we're looking for. And when people don't have them and they come here, how we help them to get those skills quickly so that they can contribute and be yeah. a part of this great country. Essential. It mm -hmm. really is. Well, Amanda, we wish you a lot of luck. Thank you for the time today. And we're going to be watching this place very Thank closely. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Great to meet you. All right, folks, welcome back. We're so lucky to be joined by someone I got to meet when she worked at the uh, White House, at the Trump White House, at the press office, now running for Congress. And if she succeeds, she will supplant her former boss, Elise Stefanik, who we just had here, as the youngest Republican woman in Congress. Joining me right now is Carolyn Levitt. Carolyn, good to have you here. Good to see you again, John. You are a young generation, millennial generation. We mm. see all these polls talking about socialism is popular with young people. Mm. How do we change that narrative in America? Well, I must correct you. I'm actually Generation that's right, you're Z. Z. You're even, yes, that's right. <laughs> I would be the first Generation Z member of Congress. Now, Rep. Amazing. Madison Cawthorn might correct me on that. He likes to say he's Gen Z, but I believe it starts in 1997. So I will be the first Gen beat. Z. <laughs> I do, yes. And I will break Elise's record. So honored to have her endorsement here today. But you mentioned socialism, and it's one of the reasons that drove me to run for Congress. As a young person, you know, I live amongst a generation of young voters who truly believe in socialism. Uh -huh. And a lot of them believe in even worse. I mean, Marxists is what we have on our hands these days in America. They have weaponized every institution in our country against conservative values and principles that we know make America great, right? Mainstream media, not you, of course, John, but many others in our corporate media. The higher education system has been hijacked by leftists. Our entire federal government now is run by Democrats. You know, we have the, the Hollywood, just our entire culture is really slamming socialism down the throats of young voters and they're eating it up. Man. And so as a young person, I felt very compelled in my heart to step up to fight 
for our great country that allowed my family to live the American dream. And so we are changing minds of young people on the campaign trail. You ask me how, so I'll mention two ways. First, it's in-person events. I've spoken at nearly every college campus in our district already. Yes, and uh, much to the dismay of the liberals (laughs) on campus, Dartmouth College was, uh, we had a bit of a fiasco there with some of the liberals, but that's okay. We love peaceful protests. And then secondly, my campaign invests heavily in digital marketing. We have to target those demographics, and we've seen the results. We had an event in Manchester, New Hampshire. Over half the crowd was young people. They saw our ads, and they decided to come out and attend. So there is hope, and it's going to take young candidates to do it. You know, I spent a lot of time uh, covering campaigns in Manchester as a young reporter, and one of the things that always come to mind, fiscal sanity, Mm -hmm. all this spending, this three, four, five trillion, whatever the final number is, how is that playing in the good people in New Hampshire? Oh, it is the utmost priority of mine to rein in the spending when I get down to Washington next year. And people are really hurting in New Hampshire right now. We're seeing small businesses, mom and pop diners. I was reading a story this morning about one, not in my district, but in our great state, that had to shut down due to the labor shortages. And so we have the highest inflation in 31 years. It's killing our small business owners across all of our industries. And then we also have these labor shortages. You know, my family's a small business. We own a car dealership and we have just 12 employees. They've been with us for years and they work their butts off. But now we're being forced to compete with McDonald's and these corporations down the street that are offering to pay them $18 an hour. And we can't afford that. It's very unfair what's going on. And to your point, in New Hampshire, we have true fiscal conservatism, conservatives across the board, no matter how they identify politically. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be a red wave in New Hampshire and definitely across our country next year. Reigning in spending, reigning in socialism, two big missions. We're going to be watching this race closely, Carolyn. Great to have you on the show today. Thank you, John. Good luck to you. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, more from the eight women who intend to take Republicans to control of Congress. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. folks welcome back so lucky to having joining us right now is april becker from the great state of nevada running for uh, nevada three as i remember uh your first time in, in politics right i ran in 2020 in That's a state, right. senate, state race, senate race but first, time, first time for congress yeah. what is motivating women like you to come forward and run this is a remarkable slate we've seen we saw historic numbers in the last election now even larger numbers this time around what's driving that 
I think we're just fed up. And I, I was always told as a kid, when you want something done right, you do it yourself. And I think a lot of women have that attitude. And uh, what's going on right now, I know I can do it better. Yeah. So. And when you look out, uh, Nevada is so dependent on the service industry. It's one of the great states for all the great hospitality, but uh, inflation, worker shortages, all the economic policies that have been in, put in place. How is that resonating with everyday people in Nevada? Well, speaking as a, a bar and restaurant owner, right. we've had to shut half our dining rooms down. We can't get anyone to show up to work. Um, we're apologizing profusely to our, our clientele because the service has gone down somewhat. And uh, I think that every restaurant service industry business owner is feeling this. Uh, it's, it's a failed policy out of DC that is, you know, it's uh, giving people reasons not to show up for work because they're getting paid to stay home. They make more money staying home. Almost so. unimaginable, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the other issues that you think will motivate voters and turn Nevada red in the next election? Well, obviously, the economy, security. Uh, we've got uh, an administration that wants to defund our police. Right. Um, we see crime going up in these areas. Uh, this is not what Americans want. Uh, we are having issues with our education. I know if you know Nevada, we're ranked almost lowest in the yeah. country. And, you know, their answer, Democrats' answer is to dump more money. Well, the money's not working. So we need something different. I think people are waking up. They're paying more for their gas. They're paying more in the grocery stores. And your everyday person that never cared about politics is asking, what is going on? That's yeah, an amazing dynamic, and we're going to be watching this race. It's one of the real bellwethers of 2022. April, great to meet you, and nice. best of luck to you. Thank you so much. All right, folks, welcome back. And I'm lucky right now to have joining me Lisa Scheller from the great state of Pennsylvania, running in Pennsylvania 7. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so very much for having me. When I think of Pennsylvania, I think that's the state that gave us this extraordinary energy independence just a few short years ago. And in 10 months of the Biden administration, all of that is gone how do people in Pennsylvania react to that? People in Pennsylvania right now are furious. The first place they see it is when they go fill up their gas tank. I mean, it's the highest prices in decades filling up that tank. But not just that. Pennsylvania is number five in our entire country when it comes to energy production. And right now, Biden's policy has us shutting down our energy, our fabulous natural resources in Pennsylvania, and seeking to buy energy from Russia and even other hostile nations like China. All that's going to do is kill Pennsylvania jobs and wreck our economy, not to mention the overall national security risk of having to buy energy at a higher cost from other countries. Yeah, well, that may not have our best interests at heart. Uh, a lot of union workers, particularly in the energy industry, do they have some buyer's remorse with this administration? I think that they do. I mean, there are, there's hundreds of thousands of jobs in Pennsylvania that are at risk. And I'll tell you, my opponent, Susan Wild, is right on the forefront of that. Last year, she said to me personally, I want to take money from our military and spends it on climate change. She is co-chair of Climate Change Task Force, and she wants to make sure that Pennsylvanians lose their jobs. Wow, that's gonna be a big issue, I'm sure, in the race. Uh, sometimes policies have a, a personal connection. And I wanna talk a little bit about the border, fentanyl, all the things coming across. Tell us about what motivated you to create the Hope and Coffee franchise. So I'll tell you, one of the values that I've learned from my family is that you should always try to find a solution. If you have the ability to give back, and I've been very blessed in my life to give back. So I was in recovery for more than 36 years. It's now over 39 years from addiction and continuous recovery. And I watched the opioid epidemic unfurl. And I saw 
friends, family, every co-worker, everyone is affected by this epidemic. And so I decided to become part of the solution, founding this coffee shop that employs addicts in early recovery with the mission to both end the stigma of being in recovery and to help folks get back into the workforce living productive lives. What incenses me about what's going on in our southern border right now, the border is just completely open and fentanyl is coming through in record numbers. As of now, enough fentanyl has, flown, has come through our southern border to be a lethal dose for every man, woman, and child in the entire United States four times over. We have, we have record overdoses going on with more than 100,000 Americans have lost their lives to drug overdoses. It's very disheartening and very personal to me. And that's why it's going to be one of my first prerogatives as a congressperson to make sure that we secure our southern border so that we can help put a stop to this inflow, this unabated inflow of fentanyl and drugs into our country. Yeah, it, is a, it, it has an enormous cost. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa, thank you so much for your time today. We wish you luck. We're going to be keeping a close eye on this race, energy, the border, lots of big issues in Pennsylvania. Thank you so very, very much. Have a great day. and. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. All right, folks, welcome back. And now we're going to take you south a little bit to the great state of Texas and the great border crisis. Joining me right now is Monica De La Cruz. She's a candidate, Republican candidate for Texas House District 15. Monica, great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. You are the granddaughter of immigrants. You've spent most of your life right there at the border. How bad is this situation? What should everyday Americans who don't live at the border know about it? Well, first of all, what I'd like to share with people is that it's not just affecting our local border communities, but this is just a pass-through area where it really affects is the entire country. These people are being dropped off as far as Chicago, New York, Dallas, California. So this is an American crisis, not just a border crisis, border city crisis. Are you frustrated that the Biden administration won't even release where the illegal aliens are being moved to? Is that a problem for people to to kind of be blind on where this is happening? Absolutely. Look, the American people should know where these illegal immigrants are being dropped off. They're being dropped off in the middle of the night in cities where we don't know where they're where they're at and what their intentions are. This could pose a dangerous threat for American communities. Yeah, there's a lot to learn that we don't know yet. Um, Earlier this year, you saw the Biden administration demonize the CPB. You've you've been there. You've seen the Custom and Border Patrol for a long time. What do you want Americans to know about the brave men and women? that serve on the border. Look, those brave men and women, the Border Patrol and the Custom Agents, are putting their lives in danger on a daily basis to keep you and I and our kids in a a protected environment. And so they deserve our support. And that's why I'm honored to have the endorsement of the National Border Patrol Council, because they know when elected, I will stand up for them and stand up for our communities along the border. A lot of inroads in the Republican Party, women, Hispanics, young voters seem to be coming back. What's going to be the key message in 2022? Well, it's going to be law and order, and it's going to be about fiscal responsibility. Yeah, a lot of people talking about that. Well, Monica, we're going to be watching your race very closely. A very important one. Great to meet you today. and Thank you for spending time with us. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back, folks.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. All right, folks, welcome back. And I'm so lucky to be joined by someone who actually represents me in Prince William County on the <laughs> Prince County Commissioners in Virginia, Janine Lawson. Janine, great to have you here and congratulations on running for Virginia congressional race. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Prince William is such a fascinating place. It used to be a red area. It's sort of purplish blue now, but mm-hmm. we saw some tremendous change with the Glenn Youngkin race just a few weeks ago. What's going on there? What are the issues driving voters right great. now? Great. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of energy on the ground and uh, people are starting to wake up to the nonsense of the far left at at the federal level and at the state level, which is exactly why Glenn Youngkin and all three of our statewide candidates were successful. Um, I think it's a few things. It's it's the constant uh, grab of our money, higher taxes at all levels. People are feeling that, especially with record inflation. It's the public safety issues. It's this softness on crime, which is just nonsense. And, um, And then people are rejecting the, this critical race theory, uh, critical race theory, which is an ideology that is counter to everything that Martin Luther King stood for. You look back and just in this short period of time, suburban moms had kind of bolted the Republicans for a little while. Mm-hmm. They've come back in really large numbers. That energy of parents taking control and saying school board, governor, all the way up, I mm-hmm. want a voice was Terry McAuliffe's moment, the wake-up call, when people said, I don't believe parents should have a voice in, in education. Did that, that become the battle cry? Without a doubt. Look, he finally said what we all know they've been about, and, and you know, it leaked out in that debate. Yeah. And I knew the second it came out of his mouth, that was a game-changer for Glenn Youngkin, and it sh- certainly proved yeah, to be. And you could feel the ground move. Mm-hmm. Um, with fiscal sanity, there's been so much. So property taxes were a big issue when you mm-hmm. looked at the Youngkin uh, polling data. Uh, fiscal sanity in general, how do we get a, a control of it? And how do you sell that to the American people next year? Uh, I think it's going to take some fiscal discipline. And I've certainly been a supporter of that at the county level. Right. Um, you know, we continue to see the rise of property taxes. The far left wants to fund everything. It's sometimes like running against Santa Claus. And, you know, I believe in the philosophy that government cannot be all things to all people. I certainly believe that Americans know what's best for their money. And uh, I think that next year in the midterms, they're going to send a resounding message to Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi that they reject uh, the, the money grab 
and it's constant. It's, they're relentless, and I think Americans are fed up with it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Well, we're going to be watching your race very closely. It will be a bellwether for 2022, and we can't wait to see what happens. Thank you. Thank Thanks you for, for joining me. us today. Great to have you on. Thank you. All right, folks, welcome back. And I'm really lucky to be joined by uh, Jen Kiggins, who joins us, a former uh, Navy pilot, helicopter pilot, right. uh, and has uh, done a lot for her country and now running for Congress. Why this moment for you? Why do you pick this moment to jump into the fireplace and say, I'm going to run for Congress? It's a great question. So in 2019, I was literally sitting on my couch watching the news, yelling at my television, as many people still probably do, and very frustrated with politics. 2019 was the year that we saw a blue wave come to Virginia. Right. It was the year that Democrats flipped the House Senate, and they had the governorship as well. So, right. so I've had a front row seat to that kind of danger and insanity of one-party political rule in Virginia. So I have seen a lot of radical just agenda being pushed. Right. And being passed and being in the minority has been very frustrating. And I have been really powerless along with my colleagues there, even though we have fought day in and day out for our conservative values. So having that front row seat really motivated me after what happened with the administration change, just to take that fight to the national level. I believe in balanced power. We don't have balanced power right now. Dangerous way to run a country, dangerous way to run a commonwealth as well. So just having that experience in the Senate has really provided me an education uh, along with that, you know, just the issues that are important to all Americans are still frustrating to me. I'm still sitting in, on my couch yelling at my television in the news every night. So, a lot of others so I want to take that fight to Washington and I'm really excited to flip this seat. Having served in the military and all the sacrifice you made there, when you look at what happened in Afghanistan, what's happened yeah. to America's standing on the world stage in such a very short period of time? Very frustrating as a Navy veteran. So I served for 10 years as a helicopter pilot. My husband's F-18 pilot retired. I have a you know, father who's a Green Beret in Vietnam, my wow. grandfather in World War II. We have a huge military family. So even my apolitical veteran friends, we feel very abandoned, very isolated by this current administration. You know, we served there. We sacrificed there. I deployed a couple times in the Persian Gulf as well. We lost friends there. It was a fight. It was a fight for our country. But we did the mission because that's what our country asked. And within a week, we saw the crisis in Afghanistan before our eyes. And we saw the way that our military and our American Americans were abandoned there. And I have a son who's in, at the Naval Academy. He's a junior. And I have also have a son who's a freshman at Virginia Military Institute. Wow. So now I have children who, who are in that fight. And even though my husband and I and our friends sacrificed and served there and we kept world peace, that's been taken from us. And now you've put my children at risk. And so now I'm a mad mom. So that's the last person you want to mess with. That's right. Very personal. Oh, I bet it is. Yeah. Um, you have your finger on the pulse as a state senator. You worked real hard for the Glenn Young victory. Yeah. Your region of Virginia was pretty blue for a while, and you had an extraordinary turnout. What went on there? What, how right. did that happen? So we worked our tails off yeah, that's a... <laughs> for many months. But uh, we did show up from Hampton Roads area, and yeah. what a great victory that was. Not only did Glenn, Glenn Young, and he was able to flip CD2. So from the time Joe Biden won last year right. till Glenn Youngkin's victory, it was a 14 point shift to the right. So that speaks volumes. We knew the country was watching us. We felt the pressure in Virginia. Right. And so we all wanted to send that message that we took back our Commonwealth. We're coming back for our country. I also, you know, Southwest Virginia also showed up for us. So there's definitely different parts of the state, but Hampton Roads was one of those areas. In Congressional District 2 alone, we were able to flip three out of our seven House of Delegates right. seats. So there was a lot of momentum. Virginians especially are very tired of the direction of the Commonwealth, the direction of the country. Yeah, it was it was an earthquake. There's no yeah. doubt. Now the question yeah. is, does it carry into 2022? Absolutely. And we'll be watching your race as I know. A lot of momentum. Jen, thanks to having yeah. you. Thank, Thank you for you. your service to our country. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
Well, folks, that just about wraps it up for tonight. I'm so grateful that this Justin News Real America's voice special could bring you inside the majority makers, eight extraordinary Republican candidates who are trying to help the Republican Party take back Congress. I want to give a special thanks to House GOP uh, Conference Chairwoman Elise Stefanik for making all of the candidates available and spending so much time with us tonight. I think you got a really inside look at the quality of recruitment in candidates that the Republicans are uh, working on as they try to take back Congress in 2022. Now, uh, before we go, I want to make an announcement tonight, a little off script, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, if you like what you saw tonight and you like some of these Justin News Real America voice specials that we've been doing, I've got some good news for you. Starting in January, we're going to do this five nights a week. That's right, five nights a week, Monday through Friday, six o'clock right here. We're going to launch a new show. I am so lucky to be joined by my good friend, a great journalist, Amanda Head. You've seen her here on Real America's Voice. You know her as the woman who started the great site, The Hollywood Conservative, a fantastic journalist. And we're going to create a show together called News Not Noise. We don't want to give you an old-fashioned cable show. There's not going to be long-winded monologues. We're not going to give you a lot of talking points. We're going to try to give you real news every night so that you can go home to the water cooler, the dinner table, the boardroom, and make up your own mind, have your own conversations. Facts, news, not noise. That's what we're going to be about. And guess what? Amanda is joining us right now. Amanda, great to have you aboard. Great to see you, John. I am so excited. I've been bursting at the scenes to tell people about this show, and it's been in the works for a while, and now we can finally announce it. Announce it. I guess this is the first official, um, but I think that it's going to be an incredible endeavor. I think that you and I both bring uh, unique characteristics and personality and flavor, and I'm, I'm a big fan of the who, what, when, where, and why I love bringing facts to the conversation, and it's one of the things that, as journalists and people in politics, has to keep us consistent. But I also like to throw in a little bit of humor every once in a while, because between the left and the right, and conservatives and liberals and Republicans and Democrats, I think that one of the few ways that we can bring people together and help people to see the other side's perspective is a little bit of humor dashed in with that. So News Not Noise is going to accomplish that. And John, you you are one of those people in the industry who I have esteemed to to be and work like and work with. And I couldn't be more excited. You are the epitome of one of my favorite phrases. My favorite phrase actually is better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. But one of my other favorite <laughs> phrases is complexity in preparation, simplicity in execution. And you with uh, your so with wise. your skills in investigative journalism it, that's that's the epitome of what this show is going to bring to to America. And I know that this network is going to be blessed by you being on it. Well, I already am. This partnership and all that we get to do with Real America's Voice is incredible. And I get to watch you every night, all the amazing things you're doing. You know, we, we're moving into an era where I think the era of cable television is sort of coming to an end. It's changing and people are looking for a conversation. And I wonder how, you know, how can we go about this? We're gonna bring in a lot of our audience to the show. We're gonna have a two-way conversation. I'm kind of excited about that. But you know, as you go out and you have these conversations with voters and real Americans every day, what do they wanna see in a show? What can we do to bring them in and incorporate them into all that we do? Yeah, I mean, this is one of the things that makes this show so unique. John, when you are digging for a story there, there are copious amounts of documents and memos and things that, that you go through and research for each of our stories. Um, and I will be taking on some of those duties as well. But being able to push that out to the audience through the app in real time for them to be able to scour these documents as well. And look, I know that a lot of times 
there's gray area in politics and reading these long documents seems like an arduous task, but these oftentimes are very important things that you need to see in black and white. So we're going to be pushing that out to the audience. And also our Friday show is going to be a town hall type show where people can submit questions through the app and John and I will answer them. Although I feel like John, there's probably going to be more questions directed towards you, but we're both going to have a good time with those. I, I was thinking about the humor part. I'm almost certain to deliver some of those humorous moments, probably accidentally to you on the show, but we're going to have some good laughs along with some great conversations. It's uh, it's really, really uh, exciting to do. You know, the um, as, as I go around the country lately, there's so many people talking about, you know, we get, we see a story and then we know right away it's not right. And then we don't have any way to go about and tell our friends, hey, that what thing that you heard, it's not true. Here's some stuff. The idea that every day we can push documents and video and our reporter's notebook to the audience is going to be so much fun. We want them to be along for the reporting ride. And I'm just really excited about that. And I also think the opportunity to have conversations, to bring in big newsmakers, but get beyond the talking points and get to facts, no spin, you know, real news, real questions, real facts, real ideas. Uh, I just can't wait to get started. I, I know you share that sentiment a lot. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I love about America's Voice at, at other networks across the board, you have talking points. And a lot of times you feel like from show to show, from hour to hour, you're hearing the same content. That's one of the things I love about Real America's Voice is that we each have our own unique opinions. We have our own unique personalities and we are allowed to put those on display. And John, you and I have unique perspectives, even different from each other. And I know that we are going to have some some differing opinions on things. And that's okay because at least it used to be okay. And within the culture of Real America's Voice in our show, I know it's going to be okay too. And we can't we can't wait to bring your opinion into the fold as well. Yeah, listen, I'm so excited. I admire what you do every day and I can't wait to get started. Early January, we should be on the set and going with the brand new show, News Not Noise, and I can't wait to join Amanda every day. It's something I'm really looking forward to. Folks, again, thank you for tonight. We appreciate your time. Appreciate uh, the deep dive we were able to do with these eight extraordinary candidates. Have a blessed holiday. We'll see you soon. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. 
All right, folks, welcome back. So glad that you could join us today. Wow, what a special, what a set of interviews. I really enjoyed sitting and meeting and conversing and having the sort of interviews and policy discussions we so seldom get in the news media today. We literally talked to eight contenders and we didn't ask them about frivolous things and silly headlines in the news. We focused on policies and you can see why Congresswoman Stefanik is so excited about this group of eight women. They are the elite eight, as someone said to me as we were sitting and interviewing them. What a group. Keep an eye on each of them. Some of them are in big, large, plus Democratic districts that could turn red in 2022. I hope you enjoyed that special tomorrow. We'll have Carrie Lake, the television anchor, popular television anchor in Phoenix, who's now turned gubernatorial candidate, Trump-endorsed gubernatorial candidate. Big interview tomorrow with Carrie Lake. You won't want to miss it. Her ideas on the border, on education, on election reform, all very, very important. We'll keep you posted. Tomorrow will be another big show. Until then, may God bless you and may God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. As he always has, you've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.